Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. As you remember, the Grayson submarine, newest and most powerful of the Navy's underseas craft, fell into the hands of a band of foreign agents led by a Dr. Deutsch. As a result of stumbling on Deutsch's hideout, Lois Lane, star girl reporter of the Daily Planet, and her editor Perry White have been taken aboard the submarine as hostages. At the moment, the sleek steel craft submerged to avoid detection, slips through the sea bound for a foreign port, its captain, designer, and crew unwillingly doing the bidding of Dr. Deutsch and his henchmen. We join Walter Grayson, Captain Denning, and Deutsch in the control room of the submarine. I must compliment you, Herr Grayson. You have developed a fighting machine beyond all belief. With this type of submarine, one country can rule the world. Congratulations. Haven't you already done enough? Not to rub salt in the wounds, or is just part of your fiendish nature? I forgive you addressing me in that way only because I realize you are not yourself at the moment, Herr Grayson. But believe me, men have gone to their death for less. I don't doubt it for a moment. Captain Denning, you have been strangely silent. Surely you, a naval officer, must be accustomed to things like this. Simply one of the chances of war. This isn't war. This is dirty, sneaking espionage. This is typical of men without a sense of decency. Again, I forgive you. But don't go too far. You may drive me to the end of my patience. I told you that no harm will come to anyone on board. We are interested only in the submarine. I've given you my promise that you will simply be held until the war is over. What do the promises of you and your kind amount to? They've been broken before. I've heard enough. Hold your tongue, both of you. Herr Doctor, come on. Very fine ship. The tenant in Kriegsschiff's line. Huh? Let me see in periscope. Yeah. You are right. I see the lights of a ship off our port bow. You know what might be very interesting, Captain Denning? I'm sure that anything that might be interesting to you would not be interesting to me. You are quite right. But I was thinking as I watched the lights of that ship, the torpedo mechanism of this marvelous submarine has not yet been tested, has it? No! No, in heaven's name, no! But pale as it goes, aggression. Standing, do you know what he means? Do you know what he's planning? Yes, I know. <laughs> as you say in English... You are way ahead of me. Don't you can't be that much of a beast. It's impossible. What are you talking about? Both Mr. Grayson and I know what you have in mind. You're thinking of trying a torpedo out on that ship. Strange how you read my thoughts. So, you have objections? Even animals don't kill for the sheer joy of killing. That ship may be a passenger vessel or a fishing trawler. It may be a warship, too. It's doing you no harm. This is war. War, you do not wait for the enemy to do you harm. You guard against that by doing him harm first. And I rather like the idea of testing the torpedo. 
I would have cut my arms off or blown out my brains if I had known that this submarine would ever be used for such a purpose. You are hysterical, Herr Grace. No, he isn't. He's acting as any normal human being would act under the circumstances. He realizes as I do that war is the most inhuman of man's creation. A very pretty speech, Captain Denning, but very impractical. I'm afraid you will have to stand by and watch me indulge in a little target practice. Fortunately, I have men on board who are experienced torpedo guns. In this case, I do not require your crew. And you will tell Preston that the torpedo room that we will attempt to sink the ship. I will give the order and be ready. It's very interesting to watch a ship through a periscope, knowing that you are safe because you cannot be seen. Very interesting. You wish to look at it, Captain? No, sir. They're approaching it broadside. A good position, isn't it? But I can tell it seems like a small ship. One torpedo should probably finish it. Stand back, Grace! Stand back or I'll shoot you, fiend! You've killed him. What did you expect? It was my life or his. He had murder in his eyes. He had gone mad. You drove him to madness! I don't suppose that's anything new to you either. Watch yourself, Captain. I am in no humor to be toy with now. Drag him off to one side. Drag him yourself. You killed him. Did you hear me? I said. Choose my temper, or it will go hard as you are. Stand back. I will get rid of him. Make certain, Captain, you do not follow him. I was just thinking, Deutsch, how lucky Grayson is. It's all over for him. He doesn't have to look at your piggish eyes any longer. He doesn't have to breathe the same air you breathe. Go on. I know what you are trying to do, but it is all wasted on me. Well, you will have another look through the periscope. And don't try the same thing Herr Grayson tried, Captain. This time I will use the birth of the gun. And all you will have for your pains is a headache. We are almost in position. It's a bigger ship than I imagined. I wonder how they are getting along with the torpedo room. I'll find out. And they get for it. Yeah. Yeah, good. All is ready, Captain. You know, there is something exciting about this. Exciting about this. Something that makes your heart race and the blood pound in your veins. It's always that way when you play a game with the stakes of death. Unfortunately, all your games are one-sided. The cards are stacked. You learn, Captain, that it's the only sure way of winning. See, the time has come. See here on the control panel a button marked torpedo fire stern tube. That evidence is upon our trend. Don't listen to me for the last time. Have mercy. You've already killed one man in cold blood, isn't it enough? You may have all the mercy, Captain. I shall have the victory. Wait. Seems to be another bottle of bread. What does it say? 30 seconds warning bell. Torpedo fire. I see. That I press first. Now the time.
But even as the alarm bell echoes through the submarine, a red-cloaked figure flying high above the jagged coastline stops in midair. As his keen eyes discern a car parked at a dead-end road. Like a streak of light, he dives to the ground, landing beside the parked car. I thought so. Mr. White's car. That means he and Lois must be in that old house up on the cliff. It won't take long to find out. Place looks deserted. What on earth made them stop here? Well, we'll just rip some of these boards off this window and see what's what. There. Now up over the sill and inside. Black as pitch. Hardly seems like the kind of a place Lois and Mr. White would go out of their way to find, unless... Wait. Someone moaning? Either that or an animal. I think I'd better investigate. See what's behind this door. Hmm. Locked. I will fix that. What? There's a man stretched out on the bed, bound and gagged. All right, just a second, mister. We'll have you out of this. There, that's better. Huh. I thought I'd never get free. Who tied you up? Turn on the light. Never mind the light. Who tied you up? It's a long story. I'm the caretaker for this property here. Yes, yes. I live up the road a piece. A couple of weeks ago, a man came and wanted to rent it. Well? I didn't like his looks. The house had been empty for three years, so I let him have it. Yes, go on. Well, some people moved in, and big trucks drove around the back, but they never took the boarding off the windows. I got suspicious and sort of moseyed around the night before last. They caught me and... Put me in here. I couldn't move. I could hear everything. They've got a submarine. What? Yes. An American submarine. I don't know how they got it, but they sailed away in it across the ocean. When did they leave? Just a couple of hours ago. Do you know whether a young woman and an elderly man are with them on the submarine? Yes. Yes. Newspaper folk. That's right. I heard them talking about it. And you say they left a couple of hours ago and are headed out to sea? Yes. They must have forgot about me in the rush. You're sure the young lady, Miss Lane, and the elderly gentleman were taken along? I'm sure enough of that. I heard them talking. The man's name was Wright, wasn't it? White. Terry White. That's it. That's it. I heard him say that he was the editor of a paper. Why don't you turn the light on, mister? I haven't time now. I've got to go. You'll be all right now, won't you? Yes. Thanks to you. Then goodbye. Goodbye. And thanks again. So they're heading out to sea in the Grayson sub with Lois and Mr. White aboard. I've got to stop them if it's the last thing I do. A two-hour head start won't bother me, but I wish I knew the direction they took. The Atlantic is a big ocean. Well, no sense guessing about it. Here's the window I came in. I'll find that submarine somehow. Up! Up! And away! Making use of his amazing ability to leap great distances and fly through the air, Superman streaks out to sea in search of the kidnapped submarine. But even he is unaware that Dr. Deutsch is about to test the torpedo mechanism of the new submarine by murderously blasting a ship out of the water. Only a few seconds remain. What will happen? Listen to the next episode for a startling climax. Don't forget. Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. It's a plane. It's Superman. 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.